This podcast is brought to you courtesy of Renault, the world's most exclusive sunglasses. It's now available at renault.co.uk and at select boutiques around the globe. You are listening to the Official Concept Podcast. Enjoy listening to Alan. The Official Concept Podcast. Today on the show, we're interviewing Kento Nakajima. Hmm? Hi to all the podcast listeners. How are you? <laughs> Hope you have them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first question I'd like to ask you is, what's the most thrilling moment you've experienced in your career as a entertainer so far? As a singer, performer. So I would say that the Tokyo Dome concert was the most thrilling so far. Um, you know, the feeling that you get energized by the fans cheering for you. So. Uh, when you're on stage performing in front of 55,000 people, you really feel you're alive. It was so powerful. I was so thrilled when I got the offer to be one of the main cast in an old English drama series, Concordia. As you all know, it isn't my native language, and uh, all my scenes were shot in Italy for a month. Um, so I was completely away from the home base, and was totally out of my comfort zone. Uh, it was a thrilling experience each day on the drama set. Yes. <laughs> it, it was an amazing moment. Can you share with us your most unforgettable experience during your English yeah. studies? What was the most challenging part? And do you have any fond moments? I'm not a fluent English speaker. So there's still a lot to learn. When I was, uh, I remember that was December of two, 2019, I was told by my manager uh, that I was going to LA, uh, to Los Angeles to cover the 92nd Academy Hours as a red carpet correspondent for World War Network. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That 92nd Oscars was going to be held uh, on February 10th the following year. So I just had, uh, you know, less than two months to study English because at the time, in my mind, the moment I heard the news, I, I was hearing voices like, English, English, English. <laughs> yeah, um, I have so very uh, many pleasure. So then he said, oh, you, oh, you just have to be there. Uh, get familiarized with the nominees and the report in Japanese. What's going on the red carpet? Yes, in Nippongo, Japanese. Yes. So when I was in the car going home, uh, I said to myself, this can't be. I need to do something. Uh, this prestigious annual event has been entrusted to me. I can disappoint them. I won't let them down. I contacted my English teacher right away and I asked her to please help me. <laughs> please help me, teacher. It's urgent. It's urgent. Teach me English. Um, so teacher immediately gave me a homework left and right. She was like, sure. So search online all the nominees data, actresses, actors, previous Oscar winners, movies and Oscars history etc. So only in English, you have to submit all the articles to me. Mm. So no, she hasn't changed uh, very strict uh, as she was. So all of a sudden, 
uh, I felt like I was a Hollywood reporter, not Candy the Idol. I'm doing a lot of work overseas and getting a lot of compliments from my boss and from some appointment type of personalities in Japan. I was like, well, all my hard work and effort has paid off. And I'm so grateful for my teacher for being a good critic and uh, for her support to keep me uh, enthusiastic in learning the English language. TV personality is she's very famous Japanese star. Yeah. <laughs> While achieving such an important role in the Academy Awards, what yeah. made it so memorable and impactful for you? The 92nd Oscars red carpet in 2020 uh, really made me want to do more overseas activities. I am very honored for the opportunity to interview these Hollywood A-listers face-to-face. And when South Korean director Bong Joon-ho won Best Director and Parasite won Best Picture, it felt like the door was finally open. It gave me hope and at the very, very moment, I felt and visioned the potential of Asian actors. As a Japanese actor myself, my dream is to represent Japan and to work on the other side of the fence of the Oscars red carpets as an interview. How does playing the piano make you feel? Hmm? And what's your favorite piece to perform? It's like a relationship. Your, your piano gets cold if you don't touch it for a while. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. <laughs> yes, just kidding. So seriously, I haven't touched the keyboard for a while now. Playing the piano is like a therapy. It's really relaxing, boosts my self-esteem. And it's really of being an artist. So uh, my favorites are the Moldau. So do you know? Moldel and the Gymnopedi. Yeah, uh, I also played uh, it in the movie The Black Devil and the White Prince. Japan name is uh, Kurosaki Kun no Inari ni Naranai. And uh, in the drama Sound of Castle. Can you take us on a journey through your experience working on Love Like the Falling Petals? Yeah. The beautiful Netflix original movie that has now yeah. captivated audiences worldwide. What drew you to this project and what was the most remarkable aspect of portraying your character in this enchanting tale of love? I was in a bookstore and it was like fate when I found this novel. Yeah. I fell in love with that title. It's very, very beautiful title. My love like the falling patterns. So I played Haruto, an ordinary young man who fell in love with Misaki. It's a sad yet beautiful love story. I really had to focus on Haruto's life and deep emotions. So I had a heart to heart talk with the director. He told me to put all my weak points, my sad and painful experiences in my acting. It was so emotional, I even fainted once and they had to carry me out of the set. Yeah, it's a true story. So it was so hard. Haruto was going through a lot of pain and I gave it my all to play the role. I will never forget this experience. Yes, it is absolutely a masterpiece. As the captivating international TV show Concordia approaches its highly anticipated release in 2024, could you yeah. delve into the intricacies of your character and mm -hmm. shed light on the mesmerizing world of Concordia that awaits 
problems. As you created a system that runs Concolia, it's about this futuristic city Concolia, where all the residents are monitored for their safety and health. It's about artificial intelligence and human relationships, and it's third with order. With the release of Transformers: Rise of the Beast, yeah. drawing near you mm -hmm. uh, and your remarkable role as the main protagonist, Noah Diaz, in the Japanese dub, we're eager to learn more about your experience mm -hmm. bringing this iconic character to life. Can you take us behind the scenes and share the thrilling journey of voicing Noah Diaz in the exhilarating chapter of the Transformers franchise? Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of uh, Beast Wars, Transformers, uh, CZ animation series. When I got the offer, I was like, oh my god, Transformer? Ride of the Beast? Beast Wars? Yeah, so I was yeah, very, very excited. It was my first experience as a voice actor for a live action movie. So this it's first time. So it's always been my dream to become a voice actor. So I'm really happy that it came true. Um, there was some pressure because it was a Hollywood movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Noah's uh, love for his brother and his friendship with Mirage are fascinating. Even during the dubbing, I cried unintentionally as a bonding between Noah and Mirage. If you can go back in time, what advice yeah. would you give yourself when you first started in the entertainment industry? Uh -huh. So, I will tell myself to study English harder. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you have to study English. You have to study English. Okay, cancel. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say it. <laughs> How did you keep yourself motivated when working on a particularly challenging project? I take each project with pride and encourage myself that I'm the only one who can fulfill the role. It really motivates me a lot. What's your favorite thing about your fans and how do they inspire you? Whether it's at a concert venue or on social media, the fans always find a way to unite and become with excitement. It inspires me a lot to keep my energy high on stage. So they're the best fans in the world. If you could collaborate with any artist or group in the future, what yeah. would it be and why? It would be Anthony Ramos. Yeah, Anthony Ramos. Uh, we became friends at the New York premiere yeah, of Transformers Ride of the Beast. And we talked about collaborating on music someday. I would like to work with him. What's your favorite manga or anime, besides from Kimetsu no Yabai? Yaiba. Huh? Yeah, Yaiba. <laughs> Why do you love it? Yeah, yeah Kimetsu Yaiba. Yaiba is sword, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, do you know Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So, my favorite anime and uh, my favorite card game. So, Yu-Gi-Oh and Oshinoko. You know, so, uh, it, it's a very trend anime. Uh, Oshinoko. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is card game uh, that I've been collecting since I was a little. My, my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character is uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah. And uh, Oshinoko uh, has a very sympathetic um, story, which I think is attractive. Yeah. 
Do you own any rare playing cards from Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. Uh, I'm Black Magician. So oh. Black Magician and uh, so you know uh, the the god of Obelisk. Yeah, yeah, I know them. <laughs> oh, you know? You know? Yeah, really? I love, I love you. Oh my yeah, gosh! I watch all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, I I love so Kaiba Seto Seto Kaiba. You know, yeah. uh, so Ka is blue eyes white dragon in the Obelisk. Uh, is uh Kaiba's favorite card. Yeah. Yeah. So because uh no no um I blue eyes white dragon uh probably I have one hundred cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, when I was younger, I bought yeah. the Dark Magic uh, Magician, but it, and it's a rare card. Oh. And then yeah, yeah and uh -huh. I and I put it away when I yeah. was a kid, and I found it like last mm -hmm. year, and yeah. it has a, a it had a crease in the middle of it, and I was like, no. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, and then um. And then also, do you know Dragon Ball? Uh, yeah, I know, I know, Dragon so, Ball. My favorite character I, is Vegeta. Yeah, I'm a massive, massive fan of Dragon Ball. That's... Uh -huh. that, really? Yeah, that, um, oh, that as well as My Hero Academia. Oh, Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right now, they're my favorite animes, and um, <laughs> I, I watch them all the time. And mm -hmm. then, and then uh, guess what? Like, I'm, I'm so much of a fan. Uh-huh. Hey, uh... I interviewed uh -huh. the voice actor for yeah. All Might. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Christopher Sabat. I made, like, uh -huh. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I loved his idea. It was so crazy. Yeah, I was like, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, it was just like unreal for me. I loved it. Oh yeah. my gosh. So it's my, it's my first time to hear that. Um, so Black Magician is Japanese name. Um, so in USA, Dark Magician, is it? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, the Dark, dark magician. magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Dark Magician. It's my first time to hear that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then um, oh, really? also. So, uh, so Blue Eyes White Dragon, same, same name. Yeah, is Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so Alan, so uh, how old are you? So I'm 29. Uh, 29. Yeah. Same age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's why. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like, why. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I received uh, same sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about the time when you felt particularly grateful for your fan support? Mm -hmm. So when my band released uh, the single one, uh, the fans gave a big boost to it on social media uh and we were very happy and excited about it so this song i think became the group's anthem yeah ronnie's anthem we have to uh, we have a lot of good memories so about the song wow what are your plans for the future both professionally and personally professionally i want to become a person who can create and express himself through his own music and be a world pop icon representing japan so I would also love to challenge myself by appearing in different foreign movies and dramas. Brandon Fraser gave me uh, an advice uh, before to travel to different countries to explore and say 
and said uh, that I could learn a lot of things from different countries uh, in the future, in the future that I can uh, put in my acting, you know, as an actor. Yeah. So as for my personal dream, yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to have a place in America uh, and try my luck in Hollywood. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, I'm also very jealous as well because I wish that I could <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Like, Brandon Fraser is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I remember it, when I was a kid and I used to watch mm -hmm. um, the Mummy movies and, uh -huh. and the other ones that he was in. And yeah, I missed him when he was like, when he was oh, really? for those years. Yeah, well, I love watching Brandon Fraser movies. Like, they're yeah. great. Like, he's such, a, he's such a great actor. Uh huh. Yeah, I think so. It was a nice moment. Yeah. Brandon Fraser is very kind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice guy. How has that pandemic affected your work and personal life? And what have you learned from it? When the pandemic, uh, when the pandemic hit, I had to step back. Suddenly, uh, everything was canceled, including two movies, concerts, uh, TV shows, and more. We were stuck in our homes with nothing to do. I think everyone went through this moment of self-reflection. I decided to take uh, this in a positive way. Mm. Um, by bonding with my family and uh, I thought we need to focus on things that um, will make us more and wiser so I started video editing during COVID and uh, I'm still doing it now yeah still doing it now so I do the editing of the videos um, that we use in our concerts yeah SD concert. really yeah Whoa, how long does that yeah. take? A month or two months. The, mm. uh, my agency is very uh, strict uh, time management. Um, so my manager uh, told me, so you have to create a video editing idea uh, soon. Oh, that's a producer. So many, many, a lot of stuff. And so they told me, yeah, very strict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you can't assume soon, so you have to create videos and soon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, um, my advice to you is maybe don't uh -huh. share your ideas too quickly. Yeah, you might say, I want to become a writer, and then you start to write <laughs> yeah. the whole script yeah. of the movies. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about any project you... Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to pursue but haven't had the chance yet i've always wanted to act with my favorites like tom cruise mm. brad pitt leonardo dicaprio mm. uh, and other respected actors what message would you like to send to your fans who might be going through a tough time right now i hope uh you can enjoy the music um i created and the movies and dramas that appear in so and i hope the pictures uh the, that i post on social media will put a smile on your face so we are all in this together uh take very good care of yourselves and please stay safe what's the biggest lesson you've learned from your career in the industry don't lose uh hope mm. and stay away from negative vibes um don't give up stay focused just keep striving and follow uh your dreams 
uh, remember, uh, you're the master of your fate and captain of your soul. Yeah, this is my favorite. Mm. Keeping a positive mindset is always very powerful. And uh, with this, I just want to say mm -hmm. thank you for being a guest on the show. Uh -huh. amazing. Thank you for your time, Alan. Offshore concept. Thank you for giving this opportunity. So I have so much fun. So very, very nice moment. Um, とてもすごくいい時間を過ごすことができました。えっと、日本のアイドルとして、え、俳優として、あの、このように、あの、海外の方と、え、いろんなこうセッションができること、そして自分のことをお話しできること、え、すごく光栄に思います。え、僕のね